everyone. Welcome to Bullshit Breakaway, the 200th live episode. Can I, can I get a praise be? Ah, people showed up. That's right, motherfuckers. Uh, this is also the 157th Bushwick Banter episode. Nice. Uh, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a better. I, I believe. I believe that is the silver anniversary. <laughs> Must be. Um. So today we'll be going over some categories that I wrote up on my cellular device on train. Here, shout out to the LRR. Oh, I took a great Uber the other day. Oh, I took a wonderful Uber here. Oh, we're gonna tell Uber Yeah, the story? driver didn't say shit. That's oh. why it was a wonderful Uber. <laughs> It was great. We sat in utter silence for 45 minutes. That's everything I ever want to happen in Uber. <laughs> Welcome what? to the 200th episode of Blue Trips Break. Yeah, Sponsored is, by Uber. Yeah, no. Oh, Say nothing. No, 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 no. Excuse Excuse me. Me. Thank you. Yeah. Sponsor all yeah. season. They have a okay. real sponsor. Um, no None. fees. Nope. Woo! Sorry. Yeah, that was a nice plug by my friend out there. Um, I wanted to uh, just let everyone know that this is about the size of the Barclays, and I wanted to say we filled it out. Just looks like a, this looks like an Islanders game. Live. Everyone see For those of you who everyone have a good angle. It's a nice. It's at it really least is. seven people here. There's two football fields worth of people. It's here. unbelievable. Same amount of Ranger fans on Islander game. Too. Yes. Oh God. All right. Let's um. Let's start this out with a question for Joe and Mike from Boosters Panther. And I just wanted to say uh, say something nice about Boosters Breakaway. It's funny. <laughs> Ryan is easily no, Ryan is easily the sexiest New York wow, podcaster that's that's out there in the space. Not a lot of podcasts <laughs> can say they founded a religion. You got that going. That's true. What did you guys uh, do? Any he's good? creepy. Apparently, oh, cool. yeah. That's true. That's I'm also creepy. I just I can't believe you guys do Steve Step with Steve on the bus like that. Wow! Oh my God! Shots fired. Let's really? skip that right now. Um, Greg, Greg, this was something. No, you didn't. No, Greg's being a dick. We love um, you, Step Boy Steve. No, never. Uh, Greg, this one's for you. Uh, a train is coming, and you control the switch. On one track is Panarin, Capo Caco, Hank, and Truba. And on the other track is Pete Alonso. Which way are you setting the train? <laughs> easy. No, hold on. Hold on. This is easy. This is easy. You set the train to Pete Alonso because he stops that fucking train. Like oh! <laughs> you think Pete Alonso's going to get run over by a fucking train? Well, you're lucky because I knew you were going to say that, so I have a follow-up. Oh, fair um, <laughs> In this scenario, uh-huh. uh, Pete Alonso either yeah. has a Hall of Fame career, okay. he hits 50 home runs every year, okay. he never gets caught for the PEDs he's doing, or... <laughs> hold on, hold on. You, you've seen his fucking body. That man doesn't know what a PED was if it slapped him in the face. <laughs> or yeah. you move to Philadelphia for the rest of your life. <laughs> well, no, it's easy, guys. I moved to Philadelphia because I'm dead within six months. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? No, that was the real question. No, no, no. I know it's a real question. You know what I was going to answer. Is there a follow-up question to that? No, that's it. All right. Okay. Um, uh, I, we'll keep going with the categories. Uh, recently, MSG seemed to step up their social media game by posting emojis and actually trying to be funny. Um, who did they hire and why didn't they contact any of us? I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for the question. Oh, that's good that Joe wasn't paying attention. Uh, well, I was paying attention. I'm just so shocked that that was what the question was. I don't know who they hired. I got a lot of heaters. Is that Okay. What'd you say? I have a lot of heaters. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, totally cool. Fine. I don't know who they hired. They didn't ask me. They hate me. I actually know, <laughs> I know who they hired because she tweeted something the other day and I started following her, but I don't remember. She's her. not part of this, though. She's the new social media, like, coordinator. But she didn't. What do you think a social media coordinator know, does? She just started. What do you think Coordinate Twitter is? She media. just started. They definitely have Twitter, to. Twitter's definitely social media. 100%. So she definitely coordinates the Twitter but she just, with the other social media. She just started. That, she just told the emoji happened before she started. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think you know how important. Just it know the Rangers are listening to this podcast now because of us in a very bad way. Right? No, you're associated now. They in a know. Bad way. Well, uh, they tried to sell us season tickets JR, like a month ago. Up? Shout out to MSG. They called yeah. us out. They're like, we love Church of Chicago. Anyway, you want to buy season tickets for like nine thousand dollars? Sure, sure, sure don't. Thanks so much. 
They're like, buy a suite. Perfect time no. to shout out our Patreon followers we'll, for that one. We'll get to that. Um, Patreon.com slash Blue Show Panther. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. That yeah, was you're welcome. Great plug. Uh, I want to just do a mic check. Mike, how you doing? Mike's okay. That's good, Mike. Let's get it up for Mike. <laughs> um, uh, this question is for all of you. We'll start with Greg. Name something Rangers-related you're thankful for outside of Cabocaco. Uh, Gregory McKegory. What, what about him directly? Just him being in my life. Does anyone follow Mike McKegg on Twitter? It's Greg McKegg's dad. That's his dad. He's the most <laughs> wholesome Twitter follower I've ever met in my time. He's got 54. There are at least 10 of you here. So you need to follow him to get to at least 60. He's wonderful. He's just talking about being in... Why am I still talking about this? I, <laughs> we have to fill a couple of yeah, minutes. You're giving yeah. us time to it, it, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I don't know. I like Greg McKay. He seems fun. Okay, me too. Joey? Mike is great on the spot. Mike, you can go next. Oh, that's good. Uh, that they gave a fuck about Hartford is my, is oh, good. Nice answer. They seem to. That's a real answer. Did yeah, we want to do real. a real podcast? They actually no, no. put in a new coaching staff. They, you know, increased their scouting department. It's like, oh, we're going to have not a shit show in Hartford, which, I'm looking forward to because these kids need to play somewhere where they're not just like a garbage fire. Actually, 24/7. a developmental yeah. place where so, yeah. you can like yeah, have develop- a good franchise. You know what? Prospects and development; those words should be together a lot, and that wasn't happening for a couple of years. So. Yeah, that's, that's a hard follow up for you, Joe. Go on. I'm happy the Rangers at least won a game at Traverse City, so that everybody wasn't trying to trade every prospect that they had after Game One. Oh, they well, they were. They were. 100%. Yeah, as you know, it yeah. was from such Durkin's a high bus, to such a low. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard. That was one of my questions. That was through, one of my questions. I have it right now. Say Igor's last name. That's well, now it's Shesterkin. Okay, Shesterkin. You're the only person I can't say. <laughs> I can't. Say. It used to be Shesterkin, but he changed the yeah, spelling, so now it's Shesterkin. Did you guys? I did not enjoy going on the rabbit hole of the 2014 NHL draft. It was the most miserable hour that I had at work. Why did that you do can't it? be Why, I true? Well, because <laughs> what led it, what led to that decision? Uh, you well, watched I saw, the Mets. I saw Halverson sign with the Leafs on a PTO. Oh, I understand. That. So then I was like, oh, that was a fun draft. What what possibly could have happened? A lot of bad things happened. You want to give an example? So sure, don't... sure. Um, the Rangers traded draft pick eventually went to the team called the New York Islanders. Okay, they took a guy by the name of Josh Hosek. Okay. That's not ideal. Well, that hasn't been good for them either. Cool. 20 picks after the Rangers <laughs> took a guy by the name of Brandon Halverson. They draft, uh, the entire, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning drafted a guy by the name of Braden Point. Is he good? Yeah, he's, he's decent. Uh, that one's the nice. Rangers Is he signed? Him. Yeah, uh, no. No, no. he's not. Yeah. Marner, baby. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be and Then the Rangers took a guy by the name of Keegan Iverson. I remember that. Not, that not Allen, but Keegan groans, Iverson. Gro- groans from the crowd. What would have right. been the worst draft pick? Well, no. The good news is 27 picks after the Rangers took Iverson, some guy named Victor Arvidsson was drafted. And then, More groans. And then uh, the third pick the Rangers had in the draft was this guy named Igor Shesterkin. The second go- – imagine for a second. The year is 2019. The Rangers use their first pick on a goalie. They then take an Iverson. And then they use their third pick on a goalie. Two of the first three picks the Rangers had that year were goalies. We would have thrown a fit. That would, would be it would have been fun. like having – Goalie taken 39th overall. You mean like last year? Yeah, he was their maybe. fourth pick, Joe. Who gives a shit? We still care. I do. Why? They because. T- here we go. I'll no, tell me, why. Tell, me why. tell me why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because I feel like. So uh, just before, I just want to preface. The reason why you're mad is because the Rangers took Vitaly Kravtsov ninth, 
That's Keandre good. Miller, 22nd. Good. And Niels Lundqvist, 29th. Are you and s- you're pissed about, ah, oh, yeah, we took a goalie for it. Are you so conditioned? So well, we missed out on value, and that's what I care about the most. You know how I feel. Are you so conditioned to being let down by the Mets that you can't have four good things come? <laughs> I don't yes! understand. Oh. Yes, I am. It's not hard. It, it is this hard. This first-round talent, you're going to take a fucking goal. Can we curse? Yes. Goalie? Yeah. Can you curse? Can you, yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure. <laughs> okay. I just, oh, it's what? Can, what is this? Fucking Blue Shirts Breakaways. <laughs> Uh, and Blue Shirt Panther. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to keep doing it. Plug it, baby. Plug it. Random guests at this 200th episode. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, thanks for joining. They came on the street. It's great. Um, well, I mean, they had practice today. Vince was going to show up, and I'm sad about it. Yeah, sorry, Vince. Uh, Artemi Panarin says he communicates with Mika via body language and hockey talk. What do you imagine that to be? Gyration. <laughs> Gyration? Emphatic. He oscillates mostly? Yeah, that's how you, you read Undulation, the play that way. I would imagine. Pass to me. Yes. Oscillating. Got it. Anything else? That was a shitty question. All right. Um, eyebrows. Tell me eyebrows. Says the guy wearing a fucking boat costume. Well, just, you guys know that we have to hold the fucking mask on opening night, right? Yes. You understand? Yes. Can anyone? I will. I will buy someone's bar tab if they can name me verbatim the felony charges Ryan is gonna be facing. Someone. That night. Randy is right. Don't do not. That's not a felony. <laughs> Trespassing is also not even a misdemeanor, so you guys got to come to me with Why do you know so much about trespassing laws? <laughs> do you, do you want, I know. Do you, do you I'm not supposed to be here, but it's not a felony. It's not so, even a summer, summer of 2010. Okay. Cooperstown, New York. I've told this story on the podcast No, before. yeah, he got arrested. I'm doing big air quotes. Right, look, I had to do 40 hours of community service. What do you call that? Whatever. Um, time out. I want to know the rest of the story. You okay, thank you for listening to the podcast. I've told okay, the story I, on the podcast. Listen to the MomCast, and then we can talk about it. It's, it's the greatest mom, episode in podcast in history. He's raising yeah, children. She also got arrested that day. Cool, she didn't cool. get no, – no one got arrested. I just want to make sure that's very fucking clear. Um, <laughs> so he's saying this in a Pope outfit. <laughs> like he's playing tough guy in a Pope outfit. Okay. That's fine. I, we need I to get you a rosary. Oh, with pucks. I don't know what that means. It's true. Um, Ex- explain it to me like I'm Jewish, Mike. <laughs> well, it's uh, a bunch of beads. Oh. Bees? Beads. Bees. I, I don't know bees. much about the Catholic Church, but this sounds like a scam. <laughs> um, is there a player going into camp that you believe could make the roster that currently isn't expected to? G- Greg McKay. Okay, well, no. Uh, I said, a, different, a different player? Uh, yeah. Well, no, I no, did. No. Uh, look, don't read too much into the first day of lines, right? But I'm Tarmo getting paired with Adam Fox isn't a mistake, right? That has to be something. Yeah. Let's read into it. Yeah, he's got to be looking into it. <laughs> I think that's three, four years from now, though. That's Tarmo. Yeah. I don't I think know. he's that far away. But I think he's, he's not. He's not that. He young. might not be. He's like he's twenty two already. Yeah, I believe so. The problem you have yeah, if you're two years, then. if you're a prospect in the Rangers system is you really don't have a lot of room right now. Like unless Hyatt, you're, unless you're I, a center. Yeah, unless you're a center. Hayek kind of got fucked out of a role because Keandre Miller's coming up, Lundqvist is coming up. See, I don't think Hayek got fucked out of the role. I kind of think he has. First of all, his name is Hijack. It's Hijack. Hijack. This is Hijack. Second, thank you, thank you, everyone in the crowd. Sec- second of all, <laughs> is it actually Hijack? No, no, no. Yeah, it's actually. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. Your two seats are from the Pope. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I knew who it was. No, I don't think I don't think he got fucked out though, because first of all, I think he's got the inside. Fucking Penn State didn't fucking. No one cares. I do. I do. Anyway. um... What was I saying? Hayek. Yeah, you don't think he's got an inside, inside job on third line left-handed defense? Over who, though? Exactly. So it's Shea, Stahl. And? Fox. Hopefully he's already. Right. Smith's in media I know, day. but I, I think they're just going to take the – I have to assume Smith is around. I, I that's the thing that. that just doesn't I, make no, sense I think to Smith's me. getting buried. 
At some point, why would they have him on media day? But if they were going to bury him, why wouldn't they have him on media day? No, why would they have him? Doing media day nonsense. Good looking guy, get him out there. Especially after the way yeah, they, they treated Bolesky to go down. They told Bolesky to fuck himself. He didn't even show up. Yeah, camp. but that's because under what circumstances does Bolesky make the roster? Under what circumstances does Smith make the roster? That, well, ah! if, if Brendan Smith doesn't <laughs> ever sign, <laughs> if Brendan Smith literally never signs, uh, not Brendan Smith, if Tony D'Angelo literally never signs, that is how Brendan well, Smith makes the roster. Yeah, that's the D'Angelo sure. angle is very fair. But, like, you know, at the time, uh, Lemieux wasn't signed. But still, I, I think that's uh, okay, so. Oh, this is math, and I've had a lot of drink and a little bit other <laughs> medicinal. Things. Wait, no, don't. Uh, <laughs> Go so, on. So hold on. There, no, there no, keep doing anything else you want to say. Hold on, Matt, Matt. <laughs> two wingers per line, and there are four yeah, lines. That's yeah. eight. That's how eight works. So, uh, we're talking about the defense. <laughs> no, because he said Lemieux signed. Yeah. As an example for why Bolesky was still sent down, even though Lemieux wasn't. Because the Rangers yet. still have eight wingers with or without Lemieux. Because one of Boo and McKegg was making the roster anyway. What's the worst case scenario? They both make the roster? I, I so, feel like neither of them would make the roster. First whisper, we're out of line today. Yeah, well, you're right. I'm first sorry. Of all, first of all, go fuck yourself. Second of all, so even if Howden is the fourth line winger. Yeah, or, yeah, or we'll just center, say, yeah, he's right. Leader. One of Boo or McKegg can still easily play a wing. It's true. That's the worst thing in the world. So if Lemieux signed, great. We can keep everyone in yeah, the game. The, thing, the reason I brought it up is just the optics of having Brendan Smith on media day there when they're just saying it, it just because it stands in such stark contrast to Bolesky who's just been erased from existence. He's just been. Yeah, we'll never see him. But yeah, he's gone. He, my, yeah. count, my count of that was I just didn't see there was a scenario where he was actually making the roster. It's fair. I, I would hope that's the case. I would see it as setting the tone for David Quinn if he turned around and said, well, the other hey, angle here, of Smith, course, you're not is making that the team. Brendan Smith can play forward and defense. That's true. He could be a fourth line winner. How many defensemen could do that? Joe McEwing of hockey. I just, I, with, with <laughs> Ke'Andre Miller and Lundqvist coming up, I just don't see that much of a role for a guy like Hayek where there probably was one for him a year ago. He's a tough guy for expectations he, 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 for me. I don't know where to set the bar. He had a terrible year in Hartford. He did well in the five games he played in the NHL. He got hurt. Big sample size. So, right. It's just, it's a difficult, but Hartford is so bad. That yeah, but as, really... as Mike, as Mike said earlier, like Hartford was so bad last year. It's nice to see him not be bad. Uh, can we judge bad. anything that happened in Hartford last year with We really merit? can't. Especially, can't, yeah. like, once the deadline happened, anything that was good that was happening in Hartford got gutted. So the team that was there at the end of the year, after February, was just, it was just an embarrassment. It was an ECHL level team. They didn't have any. It's like, who's our best player? Brandon Crawley? Like, that's that's the star of the team? Who is that? He's a, a bad hockey player. Great. Yeah. Um, he plays defense. What? Will the preseason actually... Are you... Okay. <laughs> will the preseason actually be fun this year, and what will you learn from it? The, the preseason? Yeah. Define fun. Well, you'll get to see Kako play. That's fun. That's I guess that's fun. Here's the thing, what though. What do you mean you guess that's fun? You're the Pope of the fucking what? Kako? Like, <laughs> yes, it's going to be fun. That's the answer. Well... Yes, it'll be okay, a great thank you. absolute there you time. Go, what yeah. will you learn from the preseason, if anything, or what would be your takeaways? Philip Hedl at center. That's all I'm going to care about in preseason. I want that first line that to second, stay together. That second line center position is Always is going to change the fate of this team for the next couple of months. If Hedl is comfortable playing center, it's great news for the Rangers. Because the thing that's so interesting is they have Vlad Nemestikov. No one's talking about Vlad Nemestikov. He can play center, and he's just kind of lost in that middle six playing you think, wing somewhere. Uh, Vlad is like actively getting traded almost right now. I feel like he he just lives on the Should trading be, block yeah. right now for the time being, especially because of his cap hit, like four million in cap. Like eventually, you know, as the season goes on, he becomes a more attractive option. But the Rangers have done a terrible job showcasing his value. They're like, what's Nemestikov's value now as opposed oh, to where it was 
two years ago or a year ago. Oh, it's tremendously low comparatively. It's, what is the line right off. now? It's, is it, well, it's it's low because literally every team just can't fit people under the cap. Right, especially oh. guys that Gordon gave two years at four million a year to. Well, one of them. We all gone. all four of us have issues with people valuing Ryan Strom up here, right? At the same time, what, the, the twenty-two percent shooting, Ryan Strome? Yeah, yeah. We have issues with the people who like him, right? That's fair. Thing. Fair. At the same time, <laughs> props to Gordon for being able to turn Ryan Spooner into literally anything that could actually play in the NHL. Sure, but that's the, just what, one. I, all right, fine. This yeah. is like when the Mets signed JD Davis. That's like Stop. <laughs> that's like shitting your pants you, and then making put, a new pair of pants out of a shopping bag, though. <laughs> that's like you don't you don't deserve a lot of credit for that. Well, that that's that's intuition to get that done. But here's the Why thing. a shopping bag? Why not? It's got holes for people, for legs. Assuming you're homeless, it's what you can use easily on the street. Assuming. Um, yeah. Here's my issue with Strom. Okay. You've turned Spooner into Strom, which is great. The Rangers didn't trade Strom. They didn't buy him out, even though he had a pennies on the dollar buyout. I will die on that fucking hill that it should have happened. I have a Someone listens feeling to Blue Shirt Breakaway. They're yeah, going to try. Good point. I have a feeling they're going to try to re-sign him. I really do. Oh, I, think, I, I don't think that's and true. even if he shits the oh, bed Steve. this year, he's uh, going to be unbelievable. Come on. Somebody get a mop. Unreal. For those of you not watching, you're not here. It's not watching. Yeah, it's literally, no <laughs> one's it's, watching. It's I have, audio media. I have a video up there. It's going to be What? Um, that's a shame. So, nice. That's a security. Okay. <laughs> so, I just, I don't, yes, you hope they do the you right think, thing. You think they're getting, you think they're I think they could have traded him and they didn't. I think I think they could. General managers are morons. I think they could have traded him. People aren't trading for. Yeah. People aren't trading for Jesse Poyarvi. You think the Rangers had a market for Ryan Strom? How do I know what Edmonton is asking for though? I would have taken. Counterpoint. Edmonton the traded Ryan Strom. Oh, oh no! Yeah, Neil Pionk didn't have a market. Neil Pionk had a market. Have you heard what Kevin Chibbeldayoff said about Neil Pionk? He's like, this guy's going to be great on our penalty kills. He didn't even mention the power play, which is the only place. Like you could have put Strom in that deal and just for 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 people listening at home. Obviously, like ninety-seven point eight percent of everyone. We also did an interview with Dom Lou words after his last name. I didn't I do this interview. No, but he uh, <laughs> he laughed a lot about Neil Pionk being traded basically straight up to jail. Greg was the only person that did this. And I haven't it was great. Because you so, were in fucking Vegas, you fucking idiot. I'm sorry, I was working. Um, uh, <laughs> and if you want to enjoy the preseason this year, that's right. You can go on TickPick.com. Oh, a little bit of sponsor ad read. Everyone close your ears. Um, this, is from, this is from hashtag no fees. Uh, this is from Dr. Froctopus on Reddit. Have to thank you guys for partnering with TickPick. I'm in the process of organizing my brother's bachelor party and was planning on getting Rangers tickets for the group. I thought I was going to take a beating with the service fees, but I did it because of no fees. I'll look like I'll be saving a couple hundred dollars. I love Boucher's Breakaway. I don't like Boucher's Banter. Wow, it's a nice podcast. Congratulations on I, the sex to Dr. Frock. I, I ad-libbed a little bit there. But oh. Yeah. That was good. The first it part, would not, Reddit is not a fan of ours, so no, it would not true, surprise actually. me if, yeah, no, if yeah. they did say the that. Ranger yeah. subreddit is not. For some they reason, they don't they like, like put up with us. You they keep looking like and I keep yeah, looking. Yeah, well, I can't like believe something new is going to happen. Thanks, well, take, I take. didn't see Minnesota score a touchdown, Mike. You're supposed to tell me these things. They're Mike, still not covering. Oh, okay. Medicinal. The spread um, is 12 so, and a half. So, <laughs> my next question is. It's the beer that is causing me to do this. Sure, no. Okay. Not the what? yet. What was the other thing? Excuse me? Marijuana. Okay, very good. All right. Are you happy? I'm happy. Yeah. It's gonna be legal next year. You guys gotta get over it. People Stop being so paid sad. to be here. Oh um, I love the so. admission. It's illegal now, but next year it'll be fine. So um, if I was in New Jersey last night. It's fucking legal there. What do you want? And this morning when I did it, it's legal in New Jersey. <laughs> and, I, and again, I would like to thank TickPick for sponsoring. <laughs> right, in, right in the middle of the live read. Listen, it's really nice of them to the whole season. Yeah, um, they signed the their stance on cannabis, yeah. Ryan. Well, they, do you know? They have like we have an out clause where Greg. Never mind. Um, tell me more. No, no. Who is? 
Who is your sleeper pick for most improved slash fun ranger to watch this season? I gotta stop saying Greg McKeg, so I'm not going to. Most yeah, don't improved. Say that. Well, he's right, not hold on, hold improved. on. Oh, the, three, the three of us agree. <laughs> we're at we're at, it, it's not a make or break season for Philip Heedle. But we're all going to be disappointed if he's not better this year, right? 100%. He's going to have the, the golden opportunity to be the second-line center. He's at least going to start playing with Nina and Santa Maria. With and not Cody McLeod? Yeah, that, that'll not Cody McLeod. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's it, if it's, it, I, I'm curious to hear if you guys have anyone to say that isn't Filipino. I'm not saying he's got to be a 60-point player this year. I'm not saying he's ever going to be. But all four of us need to see Filipino be a legitimate NHL center this year for us to feel – Significantly good about the Rangers' future? I need to see him take a jump. I don't need to see him be a legitimate NHL center. He's going to be 20. Here's who I do think you need to see somebody put up legitimate offense. Counterpoints! My large adult son, Pavel Buchnevich. This is a shitter get off the pot year. I will defend I him until the end of time. If he does not put up the offense that I have been telling all of you that he will for the past <laughs> three years, the, this and, and year, with, with Panarin and Zibanejad, mm-hmm. then you can you can kind of move on from him being that. I still think he's a valuable player. I still think there are things he does that are valuable to a team. It's not easy to be a 45-point player in the NHL, but if he's not a 60-point player with this group, if he's playing with Panarin and Zibanejad, that's a problem. That's an issue. Joe, quick, quick question, Joe. How many, how many goals did you think Vlad was going to have? When? When he became a Ranger, what did you think? How many of you listen to Blue Shirt Panther, the podcast? Like six. Just a few of you guys? <laughs> There's seven people here. Then I, like then I can lie and not answer that question. He could have had 25, maybe. Yeah, 25. Yeah, no! That was two well, years ago. Oh, okay. That was two years ago. I, I thought if he would have played in the top six, it was totally possible, and it didn't happen. So. Don't worry. We'll have a Q&A. You can yeah, go to the asshole soon. I, like, Heedle's the, please do. Heedle's the obvious one to me. The guy who is, like, the low-key guy that I really want to see make that jump and look competent is Brady Shea. If he has, mm, be good. if he has from the true next snaps. to him, snaps. snaps. If he has true next to him, like Brady Shea's contract is one of those contracts like we've just been ringing our collar, just like, uh, can you beat that guy oh, yet? Here we go. Counterpoint. Here he goes. Is it? I knew it was coming. What is Brady Shea's contract prohibitive? It's it's yeah. become prohibitive because of the moves they've made. Yeah, it becomes restrictive if he, is, if he has another bad. <laughs> No, I just want to know. <laughs> okay. Is he? I don't, I don't think it's worth panicking about, but yeah, if you have him at that five, what is it, five and an eight? He like makes less than Tyler Myers though, right? Uh, who cares? He'll be better than Tyler Myers. Yeah, that's not the great way to judge. So, like, so, no, but my point is, my point is, if that's what Tyler Myers is going on the free agent market, the fact that the Rangers have locked up Brady Shea at a lower number than that, and we're not a hundred percent positive. You pay more in free agency. Yeah, I feel like if you set the bar of, General manager A does something bad, and you know Gordon's is less than like Milan Lucic is making six million dollars a year now. Se- is, seven, is, is first he of all, seven? is, is that seven. Like, yeah, what, but like that's the thing. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon locked a young defenseman into a price point that is less than a number one defenseman price point. So I don't even think any, he probably still isn't a top pairing defenseman. That's the problem. Like he is a problem. I think it is. I think he's still a second pairing defenseman, and I think his number is paid as. A second pairing defenseman. I think he's like a number three right now. If, if he is a number three, that contract is fine, but he wasn't a number three last year, and listen, but, I... Oh, he didn't... First of all, throw everything out about people being in certain spots. Okay. He shouldn't be a number one this year. The, the Rangers aren't a playoff team right now. No, everyone... Sorry. I, I love you guys. I would love to go see playoff games again. The New York Rangers are not a playoff team right now. We'll get 10... They'll, they'll, get they'll, be they'll get close. They'll be... We'll still get a top ten pick. I hope they're better than the New York Mets this year. But the New York Mets are also not a playoff. Three games out. Three games. Sorry. Fuck your face. <laughs> How about that? That's what I say to that. 
Oh my god, I'm so happy they're not playing right now. I'm Imagine already. me doing this while the Mets are playing the Dodgers. Every five seconds would be me laughing. Oh, oh. oh. No, no, it would just be like, oh look, Cody Bellinger's up against. Who the fuck is pitching? For? I don't give a shit. Shouldn't you Why know that? Pitching? No, because they suck. Why are we talking about this? Every single time. Um, do you believe that Georgie Ev will get traded this year? What percentage do you put it at? Five percent. Whoa, that's low. Yeah, I don't know. What's the market for backup goalies in the NHL right now? It's not great, but you can't have three goalies going into next year either. So thing is, we'll he's worry not, about it next year. He's not quite. A he's not going to trade it this he's year. A, there's he's a whole a one B because everyone's doing a timeshare, and he's proven he can do the timeshare. And like, that's kind of the general feeling we're getting is that like, yeah, Georgie's going to get just kind of not the lion's share of starts, but I feel like it's going to be sixty forty. You know, Hank Georgios. If Lundqvist starts 50 games this year, I think that's going to be a lot. And that's going to be a lot. The real question that's going to come is, is Shostakhin going to kind of prove that he deserves a shot? No, like that percentage camp, is right? tied directly to Igor and what he does in Hartford. And or he might start. I really, I have a feeling he's going to blow people I, away. No, I, just, I, I think well, he will. That I like that you have that feeling. That's nice. I just... I don't want to... Is there a more condescending way to say that? Joe, I like your thoughts, you but also you're a piece of shit. It's, yeah. it's dark. It's if dark. you weren't a fucking moron, I would appreciate it. <laughs> That's what my mom says to me every week. Uh, no, I just... Greg, you said five? Five percent? Five percent. Yeah, well, I, I think there's a less... Th- I, I would I would also put Igor's chances of starting the year with the Rangers at five percent. Yeah, but like, even if, like, even if Igor blows the, like, blows the doors out, looks amazing... There's no rush. Like, the Rangers can wait to find a sweet deal. To find it, because, like, yeah. is it a deadline deal where it seems like we want that goalie? Are they going to get a better price than that than saying, you need a 1B goalie or a goalie for a timeshare? And this kid's exceeded everyone's expectations. He was great behind a shit what defense. What if you knew you were going to play the Leafs in the playoffs? You trade for Georgia. Obviously. The best way to win. Is Georgia a free agent at the end of this year? No, they still have restrictive no. rights on him for years. Yeah. But when is he an RFA? It, it, it might, it might be next. It might be next. If, if they have to get to a point where they need to sign him, like Shostakhin's here for another three years, Hanky's here for another two years, you really don't need two number one goalies. Hopefully, they both are because that would mean things are going well. So you'd say higher than five? I would say higher than. I would say twenty. I would honestly yeah, that's think. Right. Well, I, but it sounds like this is a problem the Rangers are going to have to encounter next summer. Correct. And yeah. It would be a great problem. If it's not so, the deadline I, problem, but it's yeah, a summer I, problem. You need an I consider anything before the deadline at five percent. If you want to talk next summer, that's a different conversation. Yeah, very different. Watch this. Great. Next summer, what percentage do you put it at? Incomplete. I need to see what you are. Very nice. Very nice. 20%. All right, let's Who's on the board? I think this is something we'd all agree on. Do we all agree that Chris Kreider is 100% going to get traded at the deadline? thousand. He's gone. Wow. Sorry, everyone. I love Chris Kreider. So do I. So goddamn much. The Anders Lee contract makes things They would have signed him already. Kevin Hayes is making an enormous amount of money to play in Philadelphia. 6.5. Seven point oh, seven, two. Seven point two. Yeah. Like Sorry. Right? Somebody look at me. Tell me if it's right. Yeah. Okay. So everyone it's not. Seven million or seven years, fifty million dollars. So whatever that comes out to, it's a little bit over seven. So medicinal. Yeah. That mm-hmm. he's also in Jersey. Just buying at least. Well, I was going to say Joe's a hard man to look at. So um, that's why. Oh my god. <laughs> so I would say that, like, from a Crider standpoint, if the Rangers wanted him, they would have traded. They would have signed him already. They tried to trade him at the draft. Colorado didn't want to give up the sixteenth overall pick. I'm astounded that Gordon watched what happened with Matt Zuccarello last year and decided, ah, we'll have another yeah, better we'll mentor for the what? kids. No, hold on, hold on. on. You're year. astounded by that. He had an opportunity to get two first-round picks for Matt Zuccarello. Almost if did. anything, the whole Matt Zuccarello situation is reason why Gordon's like, I'm going to trade him right now. He, that was a very real possibility. They were very serious considerations about re-signing Matt's, 
and they were within what two games? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't think Zook hurt his trade value though. I think Zook did hurt. I, I'm the val- the value that Gordon got for Zuccarello was market value at the time, but Zuccarello definitely hurt his case as the year went on. And there are teams, especially around the draft, like Colorado, that think they can be a contender with X piece. Yeah, but I do get what Greg is saying. I don't, because, I don't disagree with him. Because Zook, like Gordon, came out of that with the potential. Two, two first rounds, which would have been legitimate. Legitimate. It was close. It really was. Well, and it was damn close. But again, you're gambling on something working, which we all agreed. I think we all agreed. Well, what are those who are and most of us like gambling. Would those conditions have been a little more Yeah, I wish palatable. the conditions were a little bit more lucrative. Yeah. If, or if, at least more realistic. Yeah, but, like do, if let's say Kreider isn't as distracted, isn't isn't as impacted by the whole it's hanging over his head all season. Well, he shouldn't. How could he? How could he not be? Though? Well, no, he, it's I, a contract here for the, him. The He's Kreider, got to play up to the, the Kreider the argument. Is a contract here for Zuccarello. The Kreider argument isn't distraction. The Kreider argument is injury. It's not like this guy is a beacon of health. Well, like his last quarter of the season when he was playing hurt, like that also his production just plummeted. Evaporated. Say it, it plummeted. He plummet. had like. N- all that goal scoring is like, holy shit, Chris Kreider's going to score 30 goals. And nope. it never happened. Don't not forget, though, the vibe around the Rangers this year, even if they're not serious playoff contenders, is a lot different than it was last year. Last year was like, oh, let's survive till the end of the year, and that'll be great. Now it's like, hey, we do need to build toward being a playoff this contender is the, the year after. Year. And I don't think Kreider would go out of his way to cause an issue. I don't think Zuccarello did, but it's very hard to say that, hey, Zuccarello was a leader of this team, and he can't get out of his own head. I don't think that's the best environment where you get questions about whether or not he's going to be traded all year because now we saw it happen. We saw it two years in a row. going to happen to Kreider now. Yeah, we'll support, on it. We'll it support what Joe was saying. I'm surprised because this locker room is going to have, what, three, potentially four rookies in it? Yep. Having Plus a guy a like – Well, like one, after one the, day 80 and then – Like seeing what Zuccarello did, right, and, and how that hung over the team and like, like Hank's emotions and everything and the way that just was just like, Jesus Christ – well, that was just a really sad. It's like, are we well, Zuccarello thing. was definitely tied to the team, I think, on an emotional level more than Kreider is. But, yeah, but Kreider's a popular years, guy. He got paid. Yeah, he did get paid and he has a lizard tongue or something. So that's yeah, but great. You, but <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is it, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable to the point where we kept hearing about it. Zuccarello, like, sadly admitted that he was depressed yeah. and that hurt everybody. Let's at, be honest. At, at the same time, it's different for every player. I don't think it – Kevin Hayes – was outperforming expectations according to the trade deadline last year. Yeah, it didn't phase him in the same way. And we all were having the same conversation about Kevin Hayes. I know we were, where we were like, it's just a matter of time. It's not an if, it's a when with Kevin Hayes. Everybody responds to trade rumors in their own different way. I don't – Chris Kreider, more than any player, I feel like, understands that hockey is a business. Yeah. So he's out to get his contract. He wants the Rangers to give him that contract. I don't think he gives a fuck if it's the Rangers that eventually give him that. I don't know. I, don't, I have no reason to disagree Matt, with you because I don't know. But, but I, Matt's, took, Matt's legit took a hometown discount to stay with the Rangers. And that's like so Kreider, the taste though. of betrayal. Uh, did he though? Yeah. At the time we I remember when we started the podcast, my first original hot take. What on is Kreider? What is he? Four point six. Like, yeah, yeah my first million. original hot take on the podcast was the Rangers trade Chris Kreider. Yeah, you're really into that. I was. And I was like, absolutely not. Hey, well, I would put, tell you what. I would, if Zuccarello is like the the true emotional ties. And Kevin Hayes is the I don't give a fuck who cares. I'd put Kreider between them. I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where he would be. Kevin but Hayes is Kreider between them. Them. Yeah, hundred percent. Kevin Hayes eating Doritos on a futon somewhere and he doesn't give a shit. He really doesn't yeah, care 100%. at all. He doesn't. He got he paid. signed this with Vigneault. I should have been just sitting up here the he, entire time. I just don't know how that is. I don't know out. because they, he was like, Oh, they have to pay me. Great, but you're still it's seven years. I mean he won't last seven years, but No, he will not. Vigneault um won't. let's I'll, I'll say something nice about Mark Stahl, Greg. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. I was talking with AJ, AJ earlier. 
Mark Stahl seems like a fascinating guy to go out and drink with. Whereas that guy definitely does not get drunk, right? He does 20 beers in the, the entire night. He's like, that's nice. Like the entire time. <laughs> and that seems like, he seems like the kind of guy where you just go to him with your world's problems and he goes, man, tough. And that's just Mark Stahl. Is the entire a, time. Is it a good thing? That's a great thing. That's called a therapist for some people. It's He's not saying anything. That's great. I don't wait, hold on. What fo- is the ther- hold on. Follow what up you- question. Follow up question. Uh, Have you ever me. been to therapy? <laughs> I, need, I need to. Another follow up question. Do you yeah. expect your therapist to listen to you and just be like, Man, that's tough. great. That's not how therapy works. You lost how much on the Mets? Oh. Dude, tough. Not even that. That's great. Hold on. I've been thinking about killing my family. That's great. I actually know you have. Yeah, individually. <laughs> yeah. I take the under in Jacob DeGrom starts every day. That's not me betting on the Mets. That's kind of, no, that kind of is you betting on the Mets. Yeah, because I know they're not going to support for Jacob DeGrom. My point. Not, okay. What is the point of this? Oh. I do think... <laughs> it's the Mark, therapy point. This is why you need therapy. You're angry. <laughs> it's a live podcast. That, that's, you know what? This is About fair. the Mets. You need more this medicine. You're fired up. No, no I just... Who is the medicine? seems like a great guy that would just listen to every single one of nice problems. Nice nice Being a nice guy, I think, would be my answer. He seems like a really nice no, guy. No, he's like... He waves to his kids before the game starts. That's nice. That's cute. Mark Stahl is the ideal Uber driver where he doesn't say a fucking word. Oh it's not God. Mark Stahl's fault. Right. Well, last night had five wives. That's the nice thing. What? He had five wives. And he just... What? His name was Orlando and he was like, I've been married five times. Oh, well, time out. <laughs> when you say he has five wives, that insinuates that he has five of them But when now. I went to leave, he was like, your country won't let me marry four people at the same time. <laughs> and I was like, Orlando, I don't know what to do. Orla- has Orlando tried Utah? He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell him that. Right, anyway, that's my nice thing. So, Mark Stahl, you, fuck you, you guys. Do you guys want the Mark, Mark Stahl nice thing? Yeah, that, it's not Mark Stahl's fault that he suffered a freak injury. Like, it's not. He was a vastly different player before that happened, in my opinion. It and just doesn't surprise me that Mike is the Robin Williams hunting guy. He's, he's, that's 100. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> Mike is the nicest guy in the world. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That was terrible. Not, and then that was an accident. Yeah, that's why I said it was right, terrible. Joe, say something nice. I, I said he waves to his kids before every oh, game. That's, that's so, really thanks, nice. Joe. He's a loving yeah. as a father a loving of father. two kids. As a father, he's one of the stalls that, that made it to the with NHL. With my wife, who really exists, I promise she's okay. real. Yeah, she's real. Yeah, you sure? Uh, what? Okay. Um, which line, if any, are you most looking forward to watching this year? Two. Can we pretend that the lines they gave you can make the line up yourself if you want. The writer in me says two. I would the fan say two in me as says well. one. Yeah, I would agree with that. Could you say what the lines are? So Zabanajad, Panarin, and um, Buchnevich is one. Yeah, that's, that's where we're having training that's, camp. That's, that's the that's fan where being the happiest. Yeah. Right. But the Heedle, Kreider, Kako line, that mm-hmm. is without a doubt. It's going to be amazing to write about. <laughs> that's watch. without a doubt. Like, I'm so looking forward to – I think Heedle and Kako could have a really good connection with one another. They play similar – Heedle, Kako. They, like – what? No, they're gone. Heedle Kako, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Right. They, they kind of, you know, Heedle's more the visionary, and Kako's the just bull in the china shop, finishing shots. Mm-hmm. And then you have Kreider, who can kind of open things up at speed. That works for, That works for me. And you have, you're connecting two really what you would hope to be pillars of the Rangers' offense at the hip. I'm hoping right that's away. like the next, like, eight years of my life. A hundred percent. So I would love to see that right away. Brandon Lemieux. Whoa. Greg McKay. <laughs> Jesper Foss. Why do you like Greg McKay so much? Greg have you, have you said Greg McKay out loud? I, I, yeah, I mean, I have just, you followed his dad on Twitter? Well, no, I have look, to now because I heard about here's, it. Here's the thing: uh, the Sarah Sivian was mean to us on the podcast. So I thought we were. So you I, said we were going to talk about. That's it. fine. I'm talking about it now. She <laughs> okay. was mean to us on the podcast, so I want to steal Greg McKay from her. That's my whole plan. So he's he's my guy. Hey, okay. I'm, wait, 
She was oh, mean to us on the podcast. You guys heard it? Time out. Like, some of you have heard it. She was mean. You want to there was no are reason to be mean. We were being so nice. No, we were being really nice. And then I made fun of, like, Third Eye Blind. And she yeah, was, was really like, upset. It was the first thing you said. And I was like, so you was the Third Eye Blind. What's that like? That was the she first was like, thing you said. like, it's the best band ever. And I was like, oh, shit. See, this is why we don't have guests on the podcast, because we don't have to deal with anything. You have yeah. us on the podcast? We do. We've been. What's your favorite thing so far about the JD era? JD Davis. Let me. Where do I start? Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm if you so could just sorry. see the look of regret in everybody's face at the here right now, it would be. It would I'm not a big. I'm not big on the nepotism. First of all, anytime you can swindle the Astros. All right, go on, Joe. <laughs> I'm not big on the nepotism of you know, like you know, his brother-in-law and his, and his or his son-in-law and his brother. But the fact that he is just like, yeah, we have this fucking checkbook. Hire people. Expand the scouting department. Yep. Make it bigger. How many people can we have in Hartford? Fuck it. Hire people. Like. Start throwing money around like Toronto does because it makes a difference. The well, fact that here's JD Toronto is does throw money around. I think so having somebody who's senile, like or who's not senile, I should say, like yeah, Glenn Sather was so far removed from the in and outs of this organization. This is why I miss you. The like inmates that. was yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay, cool. The inmates uh, were running like the them. They love us. And I say great things about James Dolan on the regular. They hate you now because you're associated with us. <laughs> it's the way that it works. I promise you, it's just the way that it works. Um, the fact that you have somebody who actually cares about hiring people who are going to watch the prospects, who are going to pay attention to these guys, go see them play. Instead of just, hey, you got drafted by the Rangers, now go, we're never going to talk to you again yeah, we have for Ken another Jernander year. And then we'll figure out what, what's Good happening. Uh, an organization that did nothing for a Hartford disaster that we've been talking about for three or four it's years. Been a while. It's, and to have so somebody bad. If, if we started talking about it, they might have done something. That's true. true. We should have said something. Yeah. That's on that's us. That's on us. Sorry. That's on, that is. Yeah, that's on us. fucked up. I think they, they look at what we write and they're like, oh, we're not going to do that just to piss them off. That's what it feels like. I mean, like have you met that. Adam Herman? I can't blame you. That's. that's <laughs> I got one laugh. That's all I needed. It's uh, fine. Uh, uh, no, but my, Adam's my, old, sweet my boy. old thing is. So many shots fired. As, as what, as what, as Adam's what I, said, I just want to say, we're burning a lot of fucking bridges on this show. It's been incredible. Greg is really like, fuck every. Yeah, it's not going great. Um, I'm, I need oh, another yeah, beer. Point? Oh, Greg just, hasn't finished burning things my, down. My thing, my thing about JD, like Mike uh, said earlier, is JD gives a shit about organizational construction. Yep. Right. So uh, Glenn Saylor was like, Harvard can do whatever Harvard wants to do. Yeah, that's I'm just, sure Chris Troy would know what he does. And JD come in, comes in and says, No, no, no. This needs to be a top to bottom organization. We need to do what the Hurricanes did, which is the ECHL is good, yep. the AHL is good, and that's going to make the NHL. Yeah, you good. need a pipeline. For all the way up. Who knew? Like, go figure. I don't think we knew what a pipeline was for like 20 years. I also think having somebody new overseeing the ship is a good thing because there's a lot of people in legacy roles with this organization. It's true. That have not had anybody come down on them and question them or do anything of that type of nature. To have somebody who might be like, uh, what the fuck do you do around here? That might be a good thing. So for what is it exactly you do here? Right. Having conversations like that. Um, speaking of JD, J, uh, Mr. Dolan, over under 1.5 comments made publicly about the Rangers this year. Under. Under 100%. Deep under. Shit, I said it at 1.5. Should I, 0.5 was the number? Even that? No, he would He would. He did once on ESPN. He would say what? He did it for what? For the Knicks, probably? No. no, (laughs) The trade deadline would come around. He would be like, why are you trading Kreider? And Dolan would say, I trust the people I have put in power to make these decisions for me. Yeah. And I say, I trust Glenn Sather. I mean, John Davidson. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay, that's, 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 that's his that's level fine. of involvement. Also, he's going to have to worry about Wayne Ellington, so he's not going to have a lot of time to worry about the Rangers. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's the guy many, that plays for the Knicks, Joe. How, how many people do you think we could get to go to a Bushwick's breakaway slash Bushwick's Panther JD in the straight shot outing? Oh, uh, is there a cover? Anybody? Anybody? 
Is there a couple? Hold Wait, on. Let, oh, we have two people. That's I pretty good. Four, yeah, four. Four. First of all, out of six, that's How nice. Do they do covers? What do they do? Is it a uh, They play Jessica. It kind of depends. That's How many of you regret being here right now? The majority of you? Okay, that's probably why. Um, who is your favorite beat writer and your least favorite beat writer? Ooh. Let Greg go first so you guys can... <laughs> We were Fate. just talking about burning bridges. Absolute. Yeah, no, I figured we'd just get it all out of the way. No one's least favorite. It's easier to start with least favorite. Is it? It's easiest, and then long pause. Yeah. Well, well here's, time out. Are we, here's the thing: was well, because you just is the pay still a beat re- reporter? Well, do we consider Sean Hartnett a beat reporter? I think you have to. Just follow me this week. Yeah, I know he followed us too, and it feels weird. That's to be like, eh. But what do you do, Sean? Like what? <laughs> what? what, what <laughs> Uh, All right, Sean, come on out. Hey. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'd like I to mean, say this for, is the Blue Shirts Breakaway 200 <laughs> show. Here's, 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 here's the thing. Shit. The fa- favorite is easy. It's Carp. It's just it's my, so my, funny my that dad. it's Carp. Yeah, it's just, I know. Look, I understand. He is you a – You like Carp. He's a yeah, good guy. Lo- oh, I, I like love Carp. He's a we good love guy. Carp. I'm going to explain to everyone here. He's a prick on Twitter. Such we a, are working on him. He knows we're working. Such a dick. But in person, all that guy wants Sweet to do guy. is talk hockey. Right, that's but that, literally it. that wasn't the and question. And he's just going to buy you drink. He doesn't drink, but he'll buy you a drink. That, that wasn't the question. The question was who's your, like, who, you're Carp. asking who's the person you like the most or who does the best I mean, the work person I like on the most beat. is Shana, but well, do we right. consider her part of the beat? No, she's not, she's not, part, she's of not part of the beat. Yeah, so. so and I love Shana. She's, she's not, she's not at every game. She's not. She should be. I learned the most from reading Shane. Not I think far. Vinny, who's not here right now, it's a real shame. Shout out to you, Vin. Is not. He was supposed to come. He was Wasn't supposed he? to come. Yeah. yeah. They if they didn't have practice, oh, they had um, He's say. been doing a killer job. He's doing the beat. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to say, like, who's the best beat reporter from, like, a reporting on the team standpoint. Yeah. Oh, he fumbled in I'm the end zone, didn't he? Greg, no one. <laughs> it, it's a podcast. People are listening, like, next Thursday. I, I'm going to I'm gonna throw a crazy thing out there. I think Brooks does the best job stirring the fan base up. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I don't think for he's doing it reporter, intentionally, though. I think, I think he's provocative. He, he definitely yeah. says shit, and he's like, I'm just making this up right I now. I think, and then if I had to say the worst, I think it would have I think Zippe is back on the scene, is he not? Well, okay. Uh, on, How many bridges uh, are we going to fucking burn right now, Joe? Uh, what bridge are you burning uh, with Zippe? It's true. over. It's right. gone. Every, everyone here follows us on social media. Probably. Right? right? Yeah, yeah, that's why they're about. fucking here. How the fuck else did you hear about this if you didn't? <laughs> yeah. Uh, You've made bad Zip, life choices. Zippe's representation team came out to us and was like, hey, would you like to. Did any of you know that Steve Zippe wrote a book? No, because you're all fucking blocked by him. <laughs> so. His representation team comes out and is like, hey, would you like to promote a book? I was like, how would you like me to do that? They're like, on social media. I was like, that's great. He fucking has his block. And I told them that, and they're like, thank you for your time. And then a week later, he goes to Joe. He's like, don't, hey, don't out Joe, too. No, I'm going to out Joe. I brought it up. I'm going to out Joe. And he goes to Joe, and he's like, hey, would you it, like it to It was a different person, to be fair. Right. The other person, I think I made it They were like, oh, we have a great really thing for you. Way. You can even do a Q&A session. But I was meeting in a professional way. I was meeting in a professional way. I said, this would be nice, but We won't fucking help you. Yes. Okay. And then they reach out to Joe, and Joe's like, hey, do you want to help us? What do you say, Joe? I, I wrote a very professional response of, unfortunately. He did. I was proud of him. Unfortunately, the previous interactions with your clients have not been beneficial to either of us. <laughs> so, no, we are not going to promote the book. And, so, and, the, and the person actually wrote, like, wow, I did not know that. Thank you. And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine we're the only ones to be Yeah, so honest. now that we've talked about it, Steve Zippe's book is out He's now. the worst. He's um, nobody, <laughs> fuck, nobody fucking reads anyway. It'll be out in digital in, like, six months. I don't know. Um, we have a blog that I hope you guys read. Yeah, you know, every now and again, it. it would be great. That must be nice. It, it's crazy. Would you rather get cross-checked or block a puck? Cross-checked. Oh, cross-checked. Okay. I don't know. I was just trying. Depends where the cross-check is. Who's shooting the puck? Uh, me. Is the cross-check? Oh, oh, well, maybe I'm taking the puck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, Capo Caco. 
Oh, I'm taking the cross. Okay, cool. Uh, speaking of the Lord and Savior, what type of dog is Capocaco? St. Bernard. Golden Retriever. I was going to say lamb. That was golden, golden, too. What kind of cat is Tony D'Angelo? Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just gloss that over. Right. There are different kinds of cats because all cats are assholes, so he's definitely a cat. Oh, Greg, thanks for the answer I wanted. He's a junkyard cat. Uh, <laughs> Born on a rusty piece of metal in I a just, pool of shout gasoline. Out, shout out to the people that think I fucking hate Tony D'Angelo because he didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. No politics! No, no! I'm bringing the fucking politics. Here's the thing. I don't. Everyone vote for whoever you want to. Greg vote needs some for. more medicine. <laughs> yeah, that's like, where, is, where is his doctor? That's like the fifth reason why Tony D'Angelo is an asshole. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm, Reasons number one and two is he's a fucking Philly fan. Fuck him. Fuck him. crazy because it was serious and now it's like, oh, it's because he likes the fucking Phillies. That is serious! <laughs> what are you drunk? Who cares? What? Who cares? You're on the 200th episode. I'll of take it in a gummy course. form, in a brownie. <laughs> Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Throw it into his mouth. Back there. You know, like normal medicine. Yeah, it's, it's, brownie. it's just automatically it's coming brownie. We'll take any pills you have in your bag. Loose ones, whatever I, it is. Have I told you the story of what happened when I did something at a casino? Well, why don't we I hear was it? probably there. No, you were not there. Oh. Was, so I was there for another time. If you want this story. I do. Yeah, I guess. At this point, we may as well. Yeah, I mean, I almost got caught. Brian had the story. I'll say it again. Sorry, so, uh, my buddy I worked with was leaving work, smart man, moving to Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> Sponsored by uh, TikTok. He bought, he bought a couple of gummies from no Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yep. No big deal. Mm-hmm. No uh, I'm at the casino. I thought I was at the blackjack table for what must have been five hours. I text my buddy Ben. I was How like, do you do? He was actually at the AT. <laughs> I'm not winning! <laughs> Incredible. Not, I wasn't though. I'm at the blackjack table for what feels like hours. And I'm like, God damn it, it's two o'clock in the morning. I gotta go home. I got work really early tomorrow. This is going to be terrible. Was there any room for 5 a.m.? What? It's 5 a.m. shift still? Uh, no, it was still 9 a.m. But 2 oh, okay. a.m. in the morning? Yeah, you, you, probably should, right. you probably shouldn't be there, Greg. Right. So, Just I, a friend, I, not a therapist. I was like, I got to go home. This is terrible. I go to text our mutual friend, Vinny. Right, everyone knows. I was like, this is terrible, blah, blah, blah. I pull out my phone. What time is it? It's 8.13 in the, in, in the evening. Oh! And, I'm, and I just text him. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. How is it 8.13? I put my phone away. I was like, another four hours go by. I'm like, God, this is fucking terrible behavior, Greg. Get out of here. You're up money. Leave. Pull on my phone again. It's 8.43. It's the worst <laughs> situation. I literally texted him. I was like, you're going to have to pick me up. This is terrible. I don't know what time it is. One day, before. not and today is not that day, we will tell the David Wright retirement story. Um, I no, think today should be the let's day. Let's do it right now. No. Today is the day. <laughs> let's go. It sounds like everyone here wants to hear the David Wright retirement story, right? This uh, is um. – We're blocking the crowd noise I, in the audio. I Venmo Greg $500. <laughs> I'm just gonna check. I'm gonna check <laughs> my emails. You guys just different. Uh, I didn't. Uh, so David Wright, you every, guys might know him. Every right? bridge yeah. burns. If you listen to the podcast, you know who David Wright is. He's a left winger. No big deal. Anyway, David Wright retires. Great thing. You were there. Yeah, you cried. Friday. Well, Friday night. Mm-hmm. I was there. He was Rangers podcast. Saturday. Yeah, Only yeah. Ranger content. Saturday Wright comes out. Friday night, I get hammered. I'm 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 upset. Blah blah blah. I tried some tater tots. We take a subway to Herald Square after the game. We go out. We go to I think the name of the bar is Murphy's. Get to the point. You're don't look at me. Anyway, we end, up, <laughs> we end up. We end up. Joe, where were we? I have night? no answers. Anywhoosie, we end up in a strip club because that is what Greg does. Yes. He's a fucking degenerate. Very nice. Uh, three hundred uh, thirty-two hundred dollars later. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Greg is leaving Sedge. What is with you and like the passing of time? I don't, I don't know. It's what did our friend Jeff say? Don't go upstairs. It, that was oh, the exact word. He said, don't go upstairs. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, on you. A lot, there was a lot of champagne in there. It was expensive champagne. Don't go upstairs. Um, my next question she is. She says hello, by the way. Some of, what am I last? That's the end of the story? He lost $3,200. Oh, well, <laughs> no, I was just, what the, the, next, the next day, 
Really? Oh, I didn't even ask for that. Double down. My, uh, That's a my terrible idea. My dad took me out to a steak dinner the, uh, the next night before the Met game, and he asked, are we going to a strip club? And I was like, no, we're not. Brag about a dad. All right. Um, would you rather AB chew gum in your oh, face for an hour or, or say no, and say nothing? Or would you rather Tortorella scream at you constantly for an hour? Tortorella. Tortorella. Tortorella, 100%. Follow-up question. Who do you think eats better ass and why? AB. Here's the gum. It'll oh, AB has taste. been practicing, but I feel like you have to be very angry to kind of get in the right mood. So Tortorella might be the Is right there anyone here that thinks Elaine Vigneault lasts more than a minute because it ain't me? It, for eating your ass? Just in general. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't has, the question. I think AB lasts a minute, and then he's like, well, you were terrible. <laughs> because he has zero, zero ability to, like, look at himself and be like, huh, that really wasn't good. He wanted a veteran presence. And the weird part is she's like, I haven't even, like, I'm not even here yet. So that's what makes it even worse. Oh, MSG, hire us. Um, they should hate Vigneault now. Yeah, that's true. They don't give a shit. Um, that guy. Which team gets hurt the most by the Marner contract? The, uh, not the uh, Winnipeg. The, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, they have two mm. guys. They have Connor and Liney. It's brutal. Liney is the big one. Yeah. I, oh, what the hell Liney's do you get Liney? Connor's the big one. Uh, yeah, but from Con- I like Connor more. So do I. But from the perception Liney, standpoint yeah. of that organization that needs people Liney is to the kind of believe in them, it's Liney. Right yeah. I mean, here's the thing. How crazy is it that five of the biggest RFAs are still we, RFAs? Yeah, we know. Right now, that's insane. Insane. Hey, Mike. How do you feel about Charlie McAvoy? Yeah, he's a great guy. You sign anytime soon? Probably fucking not. <laughs> anyway, that's all I wanted. To say. That's good. I'm glad you're talking to that. I think all you want it's got to be Winnipeg. I think like Tampa might be sweating it a lot because like I don't think Tampa's sweating it at all. They, they, they Voodoo Magic. He's gonna sign for seven million, and we're gonna, all gonna freak out. You know that, right? It's point, good. It's gonna be fucking disgusting. Um, my last question is: How many points is Capocacco is gonna score this year? I'm gonna say I, if I had to set the line, I would set 69. the line at 42. Okay, that would be my like. That would be my 55. line. Yeah, you think he's going to put up that many? That's if my he, guy. If he's in the top six consistently, if he's on power play one or two? If he does, that would be fantastic. You yeah. see what he did at Worlds? I do. But remember, the Rangers are going to win. We've never had a baby point. like this. We haven't. So you got to go This is easy. a baby straight out of the womb yeah, with like a briefcase in his hand. That, he's a full-grown man straight out of the womb. 37 and a half. Wow. Oh, you're, you're, lower, you're lower than me. Hold on. Oh, hold on. You I'm texting Bob Cabo, who's next to me. Take Greg off the website. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I love Kako. Yo, what did you say? You guys know 42. I love Kako more than 42? the next guy. But at the same time, you guys I'm right here. I'm the next guy. No way. <laughs> Ryan, what are you at? <laughs> what are you at, Ryan? You guys, you yeah, guys. Oh, no. 69 for sure. It's a, you think he's playing 82 games this year? Yeah, have you seen him? Yeah, why would he? He's a monster. We've done this before. Why? David Quinn doesn't give a fuck. That's why you won. He's I mean, not benching him more than three times. Howden would have cool. benching him three times. That's fine. That's still not 82 games. Kako's been kicking the shit out of celiac and diabetes. You think he's going to get yeah, stopped by David shit. Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, I have, my no, I have no retort. I have uh, no I'd retort. like to take this time to thank everyone, uh, and especially our Patreon subscribers, because I'll read their names. Because this is a live podcast. Yeah, you are such a piece of shit. Ryan Doyle sitting right there. Uh, I'll read his. You can do it, too. Uh, Eric Stagg, ben, Le- ben Weber, Billy Huff, Sean Taggart. Thomas O'Neill, uh, Mad Dog, uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, Mike Smith, Ben Waters, Johnny Thundercock, and uh, Tori from Manhattan. Thank you so much for supporting us. Let's do some Q&A. Who's first come up to me and we can do questions uh, for, for the panel, if anybody. I think if the first question is from Diana, I'm going to be really upset. No, it's not. It's definitely not. No, it doesn't have to be Ranger related. 100% not happening. Not In fact, we would recommend it to not, not be Ranger related. Anybody want to feel free. There is not, one person Steve, here that wants a Ranger-related question. Hold on, I'll come to you. Like, Price is right. Come on down. There are so many people here that can't get to the front. For those of you listening. I actually have two questions. Good. Bring them on. Uh, for, 
Oh, um, Steve, I'm from um, Levittown. You had to think about that. I, too, have to think about where I'm from. <laughs> Westport, Connecticut, represent. That's all. So, first question. Since Panarin kind of controls play like a center, do you think it would make more sense having him play with uh, Heedle and uh, Kako? And since Kreider has chemistry with Zabanejad, you would have the, you know, the KZB line? Well, yeah, the the underlying numbers say that, like, both Panarin and Kreider have the talent to actually drive a line's offense. Like, they both generate scoring chances. They both create shots, um, which is one of the reasons why Kreider is so good, even when he's not scoring, so long as he's not hurt. He's a guy who can move an entire line and generate play, or affect play, I should say, like a center. Because of that, it it's it's great for the Rangers that they have two different wingers that can do that. I do get where you're coming from. I feel like that's... Because I think Panarin's just had a whole other... Having someone like Panarin or Kreider on Heedle's wing is going to be really important because, like we all saw last year, he was a guy who was just like one game, he's he's just looks unbelievable. And then the next game, it just like, was, was he in the lineup? Like, and it wasn't always because David Quinn didn't give him an opportunity. Just some games he didn't show up. Um, having one of, one of two of those guys is going to be great. And, like, the worst-case scenario is, frankly, that he gets down in the bottom six. Like, that's the thing that everyone dreads is he gets stuck in the bottom six and he doesn't get a real crack at that 2C spot, especially because there's options. Like, there's Nemesikov and Ryan Strom and his 22% shooting. Um, but there's also, you know, Kravstov. Like, does he get a crack at the top six if Heedles comes out kind of crappy? It's tough. Don't forget, you, like, you do need an adult in the room for the kids because you need somebody to kind of show them the ropes, at least on the ice. Panarin Kreider, or Panarin Zibanejad Buchnevich is the very clear in a way number one threat for the New York Rangers if that's what they go with. That creates better matchups for everybody down the line. And yes, Hedl and Kako aren't necessarily sheltered the way that Krasov might be if he's on the third line, but I think if things don't work out or if Kako's struggling or if Hedl's struggling, Panarin is kind of the fix-everything, right? You can put him wherever you want to. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong to think, well, why wouldn't we put him with our two biggest prospects that are in the NHL right now? But see how it goes first. Yeah, you get a Blue Shirt Panther sticker. Anybody who asks a question gets a Blue Shirt Panther sticker. So, all right? This is the Blue Shirt Panther 150-something episode? Yeah, that's the q and yeah, When Ryan knew what episode it was, I was like, oh, good for him. I have no fucking Believe, idea. Uh, believe it's my turn to answer. No. No. Hey, my other question is kind of just for Greg. Uh, you Here we fuck. go. Give me the sticker back. Uh, well, I'm a Mets fan also, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Why the hell, with only like 16 games left, did – I know he's been struggling. Why did Callaway bench Alonzo yesterday? Because he's a fucking idiot. That's it. That's the answer. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Steve. You. Next question, if anyone. AJ. All right, hi. I'm supposed to be where I'm from and whatever all that stuff. Yeah, yeah this is Mike. This is Mike Francesa. You gotta say it. All right. So, Andrew, people call me AJ. You know me on Twitter. I'm from Englewood, New Jersey. Um, question. So, Tony D'Angelo hasn't signed yet. Yeah. Well, he's a good hockey player, though. Is That's, he? Is the question? Should he finish the question? Third point, third point. I get it, I get it. Ryan is getting divorced at the end of the day. How have you gotten 200 episodes, for the love of God? I love it. How much medicine do you give him? (laughs) (laughs) Not not enough, apparently. In any case, uh, so he he doesn't sign, so we have to trade him. 
And GMs around the league who may all be idiots and suck, but nobody can take advantage of us because he's a decent hockey player and he's not going to sign with us at the uh, whatever it is, uh, lowest rate that we can give him. So where does he go? Who's a good opportunity for him? What's a decent return? Before you guys jump in, I just want to remind people, Tony D'Angelo, two organizations gave up on him, not because of what he does on the ice, but because he's just a shitty human being. Fair point. So before we even get to is Tony D'Angelo a good defenseman, we have to dumb down whatever we think his perceived trade value is to the level of, say, a headache. I would a thousand percent agree with that. So what could the Rangers get for him? There's a reason why they're holding out, right? Because I personally don't think Tony D'Angelo is, you know, Kako's gift to earth. I think on a good team, I think on a good team he's probably a third pairing right-handed defenseman that sees time on the second power play unit. No. I think he's better than that. And I, I don't think he's better than that is the thing. <laughs> he's <laughs> literally elite at zone exits and entries. He's up there with McDavid in terms of the way he impacts. Yes. You think that? The, getting from the defensive zone to the offensive zone, he's on a garbage team, he was truly elite at at pass the, control the puck out of the defensive zone into the neutral zone in the I, offensive. I understand that, but there's also the whole. That's the lot modern of, game. That's the puck moving defensive. There's still the whole lot of what happens in the defensive zone before D'Angelo gets the puck to He's, get it out. Like people are quick to judge him because the counting stats are there, and they, they look at oh he must suck in the defensive zone. He's not a, a shit show. He, I would agree with you He's that he belongs on the third pair, but he's a top pair. He's a First unit power play guy by miles. Let me let me flip the question a little bit. Look that. what he did on the guard. Like the Rangers power play sucked. D'Angelo was the best part of it, other than Zibanejad's shot. I'm going to give you a tiny shout out here, my friend. Oh, oh, shout out to Greg. Your take that the Rangers feel like they don't need D'Angelo, and D'Angelo kind of feels like he doesn't need the Rangers. That and you don't see this stalemate ending. I fully agree with because D'Angelo is going to say, "Fuck you! I'm not making Lemieux money. Fucking I'm better Greg. than Lemieux." And the Rangers are going to say, "We have Truba and Adam Fox. We don't need you." And that's this is where this is kind of turning into. To answer your question, if somebody so if it. somebody's going to trade for him, it's going to be a situation where like Honka's available right now because they're in a similar situation. Because Greg's right, D'Angelo has a shitload of baggage with him that other teams don't want to deal with. So if you do a change of scenery trade, fine. We'll take D'Angelo. Especially do a small market. You take Hanka, small market fine. We take him on. But D'Angelo had 30 points in 62 games last year. He's that a good hockey player. He's not. I get it. You don't like him. There's plenty of reasons not to like him. But this is not like Neil Pionk. Like we all were incredibly happy. Pionk got traded for Truba. Uh, that's I would an been, understatement. I would have been much less happy if it was well, D'Angelo. What would you say? I would say like you I would have been less happy if D'Angelo got traded for Truba. Then I was with. I'm uh, sorry. I would have. Yeah, I would have been unhappy. I would have been less. Yeah, happy yeah, than, absolutely. Yeah. He has only, more only value. Because, only because the the situation still exists where Neil Pionk. Correct. Pionk would have still been on the team. Right. Yeah. And so that's what you're. We're not comparing Neil Pionk to Tony D'Angelo, the hockey player. No, we're, we're saying comparing him with Neil Pionk still exists yes. on the Rangers. Correct. And he's yeah. gone. That's a yes. problem. But I, I still yes. think D'Angelo is okay. better than Pionk. I would say. Like, I, I, I would agree with that. I would agree. I would be pretty disappointed if if it's at least not a second round pick to get back. Uh, I was going to say a third. That's where I, I, I was. I, I, I would I, agree with you. I don't think you can get a second round pick. I'm not sure you can either. I don't think you will. The NHL has like, a reputation. If you look at what he did, like, he's a, last season because of the games he missed, he would have finished with 38, 39 points if he played the full season. Like that's just the the basic numbers, which is what most that's GMs good. care about. The bottom line: not a lot of defensemen at that age are already producing at that level. Especially like he has all the baggage. Awful. Awful, all that baggage. Getting into like, fights on Twitter with Rangers fans. Like, not good things. 
Yeah, while he's in contract <laughs> negotiations, he's, he's contract talking to Nick Mercadante yeah, about pizza. He won't chirp at me. The pizza boy. To, I tag him and everything. I was like, chirp? He's a joke. Hi, uh, Dan. This is yours. From? Uh, uh, Levittown. Levittown? Yeah. Um, who do you, who do you guys uh, want to be uh, the next uh, Rangers captain? I don't give a <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. We really appreciate your listenership. Thank you so Remember much. Remember that this is the 200th episode of Blue Shirts Breakaway. Oh, yeah. I'll step in. We gave things. you a sticker. We gave you that. It's a legitimate question. I'm going to give a legitimate answer. Oh, thank you. I just think there, there are two things in this world that I don't care about. The Rangers' third alternative jersey and who the captain's going to be. I think... The next actual Ranger game. You don't have to write articles on August 15th very much. I you? sure don't because my website doesn't put a gun to my head. It's wonderful. Um, well, hold on. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> if, if I had to say, if there's a human being on the New York Rangers that I think will be a captain one day, it's Capacaco. But it's, I'm not going to give probably him probably Keandre Miller. I, 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 look, I think the social media team is gearing us up for his advantage, Ant, to Thank be honest. You. I think it's Mika. I, they're putting a lot of like, he's only has a couple years left, but I, I truly don't think this conversation matters until Mark Stoll walks away from hockey, though. I, I would agree that Or I Henrik Lundqvist, because he's, he's the defensive captain. Exactly. I don't think he's right. the captain. Zabanagad's yeah. my answer in a nicer way than Greg said. I don't well, think, I don't think captains matter. <laughs> I want to apologize for Greg. Thank you for listening. What? I do think it matters. I don't think it matters. Nobody gives a shit. I think it matters. It changes the whole dynamic of the Anybody locker else? You have leadership in the room. Oh, come, room. come on, come on down. The leader you and the Ranger here. Happens. Right here, you get the sticker. I like the Wolfpack hat. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everybody who asks a question gets a sticker. Because fuck you. <laughs> this is the way that this goes. Oh. You spend your money on Pope outfits. Right, so. We spend we, quarters uh, to buy. Hold on, hold on. I didn't hear a name and where you're from. All right. I'm Steve from Queens. Hey. Steve from Queens. Are you a Met fan? Life sucks. You can be honest with me. <laughs> I have to be. But, um, you don't have to be. Life is good if you're not. Steve from Queens, I notice you you have what looks like a waterproof watch. Oh. oh it is, yeah. yeah there you do go. you wear your waterproof watch in the shower? No. But I do That's wear good. it in the ocean. I did that as a young man. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> I figured I was saving time every day. I don't have to put on my watch. That's a very good point. And your question. And I was an idiot. <laughs> You went on a 30-minute rant about the Mets, talking about Alonzo. I, I got another. It is I don't only 5.30. I, I was looking for a You want another 30 minutes? Talking. I can do another 30 minutes. So, so you please want. ask the question. For the love of God, ask the question. So when do we see Keandre Miller in the Rangers jersey, and how excited can we be? For I honestly think maybe as soon as next year. I would say next year, too. I'm going to go two years. I think they give him time. I really do. They, they, I, this year if, was kind of he didn't get time. hurt, I think he would have been in this camp up here for competing for a spot on this roster. Genuinely, I'm convinced of that. He, he's going to be a big-time player for the United States and the World Juniors this year. Absolutely. Hopefully he doesn't get sick again. Um, I think he's going to put up monster numbers in Wisconsin as a sophomore. The, the, the case against him being here next year, I'm sure, I'm sure which is something you were going to mention, is he's still learning this position. He, he only started last year. Yeah, which is like – that's a big deal, but three, there was like a year and a half. Yeah, there was. A, I I think you could see him next year. I'm already driving a hype train, so my hands are on the yeah. wheels. Yeah, like yeah. I would be driving I'm, that train if it wasn't. Get ready for churchofmiller.com. <laughs> we have other ideas. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about like I'm all about capo capo. I'm all about crowd stuff, but yeah. Keandre Miller to me is just like just become Colton Franco. That's what I want you to do. Just become a guy who's just underrated. Does everything well, is big, but can skate well, disrupts offense, doesn't take penalties. Like, Pareko was the best defenseman in the playoffs last year by a mile. He was unbelievable. He was driving around Jay Bomeister 
and the Blues won the Cup. I think it was him and Petrangelo played like a combined 43 minutes a game at even strength, you know, in, in the Cup final. Right. Like having a guy like that, that's what Keandre Miller can be. He just skates so well. He's a natural athlete. He has the range and everything. He can jump up an offense. But like, just give me a healthy season and then get him here. You can be super excited. Like there's yeah, you can be as thrilled as you want. Last year was ridiculous offense. Like it's so funny because like we look at like draft day trades, like trading up or trading down to get a guy. This was one of those where just a home run. Like it made so much sense for them. They went out and got their guy. I'm trying to ignore the fact that Greg just burped into a microphone. Um, it's like he's—it's his first time. The look, Ryan, unbelievable. The look, Ryan, I do this every week. Like, I don't know what you want. That don't ever a, miss another live show, please, people. Because <laughs> if the show is here, you can't—you can't. It's can't a side it. effect of the medicine. It's disgusting. Um, does anyone else have questions? Anyone else want to come up? Come on, say, come on down. Do, 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 do. Okay. He gets two stickers. Yeah, you're right. Oh boy, two. Yeah, he talked to me. Uh, <laughs> nice to me. Okay. Yeah, so hi. This is Akil from, from Brooklyn, New York. Hey, BK. Um, Kevin Durant still sucks. Hey, so, let's go next. Hey. Julius Randle. Alright, so I'm going to be annoying again. I'm going to bring up the same thing I brought up last live show. Um, I don't the, think you're wearing a watch. Also, it doesn't tell you the date. What's wrong like with that? you? <laughs> Greg, Greg, what's wrong with you? Um, so, I want to ask, which one so do you much. think is a bigger failing? The, that, um, both of Ryan Strom and Nemestikov are still on this team, or that the Rangers have not gone out of their way to invite 25-year-old Vladimir Tikachev from the KHL in a down season. Ooh, and is now at a point He's under contract from some organization, right? He was given a new contract by, uh, by SK St. Petersburg. Last year he put up 16 points in 55 games. Now he is a point per game at six per six. What I, I, I feel like the the answer to this is is the second part if that he doesn't have restrictions before that. Does he have? I don't. He was, sure. he did come to the Rangers camp at some point like three years ago, and I do remember we were yeah we were super excited about yeah. it. We thought it was going to happen, and then he got signed. It's it's a slam dunk if there were no restrictions on him. I don't yeah, know yeah. if they could have taken him this year. If they could have, I well, mean, at least, at least not at minimum wage, right? No, oh, right, and that's down. that's the flip side too. Don't forget, this is not the Rangers of last year. Like they have zero, they have big issues with the cap that yeah. they're going to have to navigate through. I think still having Strom and Nemestikov here, while it's a failure, I don't think it's catastrophic. I, I think they went out of their way to try to trade both, like a lot. Don't, Definitely Nemestikov. I don't think they I don't tried know to trade about, Strom. I legit don't know about. They could have traded them. They could have traded. They traded VC. While the stock was high, that was the right 100%. time to trade Strom. I've kept all the receipts from everybody who told me Strom is going to be amazing. If, or if, if, if there were to be a, dif- a, a difference between Strom and VC, my only argument is VC, while he's only being paid for one more year, the acquiring team does have another year of control, right? Sure. So if there is a reason why it was easier to trade VC as opposed to Strom, it's you're getting him for a very low salary and you're getting him for an extra year, which is valuable to a team like Buffalo specifically. Sure. Where Strom, it's it's, but he's an RFA. You still get the team control. Who's Strom? Yeah. No, he's a free agent next year. I don't think so. I think I, he's an RFA. I, Look will, it up. I will bet. I will bet good money. And you know I like to bet. I do. Right last, I know you like to bet. last chance for questions. If anyone wants to come up, come on down. Strom's an RFA. He is an RFA. Is he really? Boom. Yeah. Got it. What did, what did we? What's good what money? Did we bet. What was the good money? Uh, we didn't. You didn't. Yeah. Uh, You're like a guy from Levittown. Levittown? No, Griffin from Pomona. Uh, Pomona. Yeah. Pomona. 
That's right. Uh, That's right. Pass so it out. Think, Give uh, one to Ryan. Do me a favor. Guys who were former members of the team or just the organization in general that you guys who are no longer part of the team, you guys to get on the podcast. I got two that come to mind. Like, Ron Duguay is not a part of the broadcast team anymore. Well, never mind. Then, then never mind. <laughs> and everybody's favorite, Sean Avery. I just see him. He's always... He's we, everybody's favorite. We have definitely we we have reached out to Sean Ivey. So have we, and it has not yeah. bore fruit. I will let you know that there's a lot of people we've reached out to before that you yeah. don't know that we haven't reached out to, and they have politely said no. Where have um, we reached out to? Right, well, MSG <laughs> let's burn the bridges. Let's do it. MSG is you know we've we've almost had Adam Graves on multiple times now. Um, that, is, that is true. Um, there's a couple other people we've reached out to. Really Kevin Weeks, it is up to you. Buddy. Yes, uh, Tan- Tanner Glass, balls in your court, friend. Well, he works for the Rangers, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, they recently told us no. Yeah, so, uh, M- MSG likes to put a kibosh on, look, God bless him for doing it, but... Kako blessing is what he meant. Uh, yeah, it's one and the same. But yeah, no, part, part, of, part of it is MSG's got a very tight lip. If we're not spitting chiclets, it ain't going to happen. Really yeah, I, I, we've uh, for however many of you listen to our podcast, I think we've been blackballed for like four years now. So remember when had, we almost had Dan Carcillo? We had a lot of people who like we almost, almost had came Dan on too. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Dan, Dan wanted to come on, and then all of a sudden, dude, yeah, that was kind of the same thing. Yeah, actually. Actually. We, uh, and then we've been outright told no yeah, by the absolutely. team. We, a bunch. Of I times. promise, we try very hard. We do, yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, any other questions before we end this? End this Q and A session. We're getting a Whole Denning we found. Okay, one more from. This is What What's your name, sir? Oh. Hi, I'm Joe. And from? Farmingdale? Yeah. You suck. Uh, my question, question is, uh, oh, thank you. My question is, uh, yeah, big, big fan. First time, first time. Sure. First time, first time, first time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, it's can I get first another time, sticker? Long time. Yeah, you can have as many stickers Six as you stickers. want. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you go. You want three? Right, that was all I had. Thank you, guys. Okay. <laughs> what? All right. Wow, got the got If a you want a sticker, sticker, you can just come up and ask. I'll give you a sticker. I want to thank everyone for listening to the 200th episode of Bullshit Breakaway. Thanks, everyone, for being here. I appreciate it so much for coming out on a Saturday afternoon. We love you so much. And the 157th episode. And the 157th of Banter, episode you know, of Bushwick Banter. We'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. October 3rd.